Do you hear that wind? That's a chainsaw. Oh, wait. <laughs> a chainsaw? What is happening over there? I don't know. I live in the Midwest. It's crazy oh, this year. God. Happy Halloween. <laughs> so we start each week with one of us coming up with an idea for a character. We make heroes. We make villains. The fun show nobody gets to see. The best show happens backstage. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what we're saying is we're, we're inviting you in to enjoy the parts of the process that we enjoy. If anyone listening gets inspired to make something original for themselves, then we've done our job. I think that even though the whole podcast is us creating the character, it's a podcast about writing process. And we forget it's a podcast and get lost in the story. Hello out there. Welcome to the second episode of the B-Mega Podcast. We're uh, really, really happy that you ventured out and were willing to let us into your ears on our only our second <laughs> installment. I'm Adam, one of the hosts, and I'm here with my good friend, Luke. Hey, Luke. Hey, Adam. How's it going? Good. Good. It's, How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. I, I'm happy that, uh, that we both survived Halloween. The, the Halloween festivities. More importantly, I'm happy that we survived the creation of Tomato Hawk, our first, our first character for the podcast. And we ended yeah, up making, and, uh, making more than one character. Yeah, we made a bunch of characters: Tomato Hawk, and with a sidekick, and Gorilla Grub. That's the, one of the most important things uh, about this whole process: is that those ideas come from from anywhere. Like we. You got the idea from from a book that you misread. It's really a, a a good observation of how how inspiration can come from from anywhere and and any any moment that that you happen to really pay attention to, as long as you're paying attention, if you're open to it. You can you can get those ideas, and that's totally uh, definitely where where we go each week is just yeah, being open to it and taking those ideas and running with it, and that's what that's really that's that's. Such a huge part of the creative process that is, I think, an obstacle. Certainly, has been an obstacle for me as a writer at at times where you have an initial idea and just being willing to take it to that next place. And you and I have, because we process so differently, we've just always sort of taken that. Okay, take you take the you take that this idea, and I'll take this idea, and we'll see what we come up with next, and then merge those things into an even better idea. Creating is something that you can apply a process to it's something that you can do out of anything and right. i think it whether that's writing or painting or you know the way that you approach your you know garbage can placement in front of your house whatever right. it is that you're inspired to do or making that, a business that, decision yeah making a, or making a business yeah uh, whatever it is and and that's that's such a wonderful message that i'm i hope that that I think you and I get to experience together with each other, and that is hopefully we're sharing with other people. That's what we want. We want people to run with the idea for the tomato hawk or this week's episode character or run with your own idea. Just yeah. see a, read a book title wrong, see a thing out in the world, have a random thought about, um, you know, your, your, your laundry, say, and, and see where you go. Definitely. There's, there's nothing cooler than being inspired by other creativity uh, exactly. other other imaginations so yeah and love that process love living in the 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 imagination of 
your own imagination. Exactly. <laughs> Enjoy living in your own imagination. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think so. I guess now we're ready for this week's character, and we'll we'll take you first. Uh, if you're not, if you're new to our B Mega podcast, first we'll take you to last week to the initial idea that in this case Luke had, and. After that initial idea, Adam and I both took uh, took time to make our own individual origins for the character, and then, and then uh, we'll take those and and brainstorm together and build on those ideas and see what what we can inspire each other to create. Exactly, and and come up with some powers, some abilities, all kinds of fun stuff, nemesis, weakness, uh, things of that nature, and and see where it goes. So uh, we hope that. You enjoy the second episode of the B-Mega podcast, and we hope to see you here again uh, next week. So without further ado, we'll go to last week and the idea for this episode. Previously at the Mega HQ. So, Adam. Yeah, man. Have you ever wondered what happens to your socks when they get lost in your laundry? <laughs> what? Like the the ones that, like just a single sock goes missing. I've I've always wondered what happens to those socks because as long as I have ever done laundry, no matter how hard I look, there are socks that literally just disappear. <laughs> so, so my character uh, is is a way to try to uh, try to try to explain this uh this mystery of the ages my character's name is the sock monger mega origin my origin for the sock monger this is a person who is very tidy very neat particular and tidy and the sock monger the, the person is is a a laundromat owner in a in a big city okay um, and lives in a, in, a, in a very neat and tidy apartment above the laundromat. The thing that makes this person the most happy is the smell of clean laundry and has lived above the laundromat for his whole life. He has a, a, a quarter slug on a, on a string, you know, to, to, for the machines, to make the machines go. Because so, he, he takes a, a great deal of pride in fixing all the machines himself, uh, repairing them, and keeping them in top top working order he's a he's he's not a flashy dresser but he's a very neat dresser and and except he wears very colorful socks he wears he he, he believes that a person's a person's uh place in life can be judged by the socks they wear and his biggest challenge in life is improper washing washer and dryer usage by the customers by the patrons at the laundromat <laughs> he's very particular about how the machines are used so that they stay in top top working order and the catalyst event that turns this quiet uh tidy laundromat owner into the sock monger is that a patron shoved a, a wet wad of gum in the quarter slot and and he stayed up all night cleaning the, the, the wet gum wad out of the quarter slot. And when he thought he had it all out, he put his slug in, but there was still some some saliva gum goo in the slot. And he was electrocuted um, and, and changed forever and given shot with, with washer electricity and given uh, new and exciting powers. Mega origin. So my origin for the sockmonger 
starts with a compulsive shoe salesman. This is uh, this is a very uptight, very precise, and uh, almost OCD suffering gentleman who uh, lives in a small apartment by himself, keeps everything very neat and tidy. <laughs> everything has to be precisely placed on on shelves. Uh, there have to be his his the thing that makes him most happy is to have things in pairs. If he has a figurine or a statue on his shelf, it has to, there has to be two of them. Has to be has to have two ident two identical. Two identical, yeah. And everything that he owns has to be in pairs. Yeah. Uh, his his biggest fear would be the sight of bare feet. <laughs> it's why he it's works like a, at a shoe a store, of, right? He sort his, of a reverse foot fetish. Right. Yes. His it was he started working as and that was his personal goal was to get f shoes onto feet. But he can't stand it when people come in to try on shoes without socks. <laughs> now the the way he, that he obtained his new superpowers uh, during a freak electrical storm, uh, a bolt of lightning zapped his house while he was doing laundry and carrying a load of laundry up the steps and knocked him unconscious. Brainstorm time. Yeah, yeah, when it's it, it was crazy when you started talking about the the tidiness. That's I, I Yeah. We, I couldn't figure out what you were laughing at because it didn't I was like I haven't said anything that's especially <laughs> humorous until you started to say exactly the same stuff and then I was like, "Oh, I right. You're right. That is funny. We did we got It's funny that that from Sockmonger, we both, for some reason, decided that a Sockmonger would definitely be somebody who's very tidy. Yeah. <laughs> come from someone who's very tidy. Um, I really like the thing about being afraid of feet and being working at the shoe store because of the feet thing. <laughs> that's that's special <laughs> I think I think I think that needs to be included for sure. Well, and I, I really like um I I like the laundry the the laundry aspect from yours. Maybe uh, what? Oh, go ahead. Well, no, go ahead. Go ahead. What if? What do you think about him living in the same apartment? Like your guy, yeah, but living in an apartment above a laundromat. Yes. So that could be the thing is that he's above all these all this laundry. And and because he's such a compulsive and tidy person, he's at the laundromat. All the all time, the time. <laughs> and he still has the same behavior. He every he watches yeah. other people, and he gets really freaked out when they're they're not he using only the likes machines. To use one one machine. And yes, he doesn't want anybody else to use it. <laughs> he's using his trusty his trusty washer when he's <laughs> when the building is struck by lightning. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So, what do you think? I like the struck by lightning thing. I'm a little sad to lose the gum wad, but. You know, maybe that's maybe that's what happens because that's what he hates is people messing with the machines and things not being tidy. So he doesn't know there's gum in it. So he puts uh, his quarter in and there's a big sticky gum wad. And that's when he's electrocuted yes. by the by the by the by his trusty washing machine <laughs> let down by the machine that keeps his <laughs> things all tight, his pairs of socks all tidy and clean. Awesome. Yes. And so is it. So it's just out of pure, just a malfunction of the machine, or is there? Yeah. Okay. I think so. I don't know. Or, or maybe, like maybe the gum wad had special powers. <laughs> mystical wad of gum. The mystical wad. 
That could be a mega right there. I would like to make the mystical wad, please. Tune in next week when we create the mystical wad. Oh, we'll have to now. Yeah, I think I... I don't know. What What's your feeling on... Well, I, I like... The so wad. The, the only... I feel like there has to well no I, I guess I was gonna say I feel like there has to be some um, sort of extra other force that creates right. the the power um, just you know because we're talking comic books there's got to be Agreed. some yeah something some greater power that creates it um, or well not necessarily that's it could be as simple it could be as I mean it, it, I like it I like it because it. It's, uh, it makes his relation, <laughs> it makes his relationship with his dryer more complicated. Right. <laughs> well, and okay, that's a, so it should be the dryer, which also makes the electricity, I mean, not that a washer doesn't have electricity, I guess, right. but a dryer makes a lot of sense to me. So he's, it's his, it's his dryer and it's a malfunction because there's a, this big sticky wad of gum in the dryer. Do you see the sock monger as a villain or a hero? I thought about this a lot when I was <laughs> coming up with this this origin. I feel like he you he walks the line. He's kind of a vigilante. I I think because of his obsessive nature, he's kind of like I don't like to I don't like to bring up other established heroes that often but he's kind of like the batman of of hosiery right like he's, so he's 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 obsessed he has this just tunnel vision about socks and feet right so he wants people he wants people to be in socks and yeah. he wants to to help but but the people that abuse their socks or their laundry or their washer and dryer in any way he he takes vengeance on them by taking their socks right like I that's th the that could and that that might fall into maybe the the powers i yeah, guess I we had so. yeah yeah well we'll get there we'll yeah. get there but yeah i so, like it i like that a lot so he works at the so he works at the shoe store the gum He's dryer. Man. He's washing shoes. He's obsessed with things in pairs. That is just also really wonderful. <laughs> I like that very much. I think that stays for sure. What else? Anything that we've missed that um, was important? I like the sock collection and that that I had said, which I think yes. is right in line. So it could be. I, I still like that he would dress very neatly and simply, but wear like yes. very. Nice, high-end, flashy, colorful socks. Right. Yes. So, what, like, are there certain are there certain kinds of flashy socks for certain moods, or certain occasions? His socks, his socks. Well, I think once I think yes, there are absolutely socks for certain moods and occasions. He, you can gauge where he's at in his day. Where, like, what is what his general feeling is that day? This is the the, the person that becomes the sock monger. The sockmonger. Well, we'll get to that. I think that may be a, that may be a special a special a special item. Okay. Okay. So, I think 
I think that's it. I think we're ready to give power. I'm, I'm itching to give this sockmonger some powers. How do you feel about I, that? I am too. I'm ready. I, th- I think we have a really solid, solid origin to, to stick with. So absolutely. Let's uh, let's dial in some powers. Mega powers. The sockmonger can travel on static electricity. Oh. Undetected by by people or most megas. Um, so this is this is this hugely aids in the troublesome work that the sockmonger does, stealing people's socks to be a menace to people who abuse washing machines or don't keep their socks as clean as they should. But but it also is uh, it, when when fighting the forces of evil against these things. That's also something that the sockmonger can use, traveling on static electricity. So with the static electricity, she just. Sockmonger just travels. They don't shoot any kind of uh, static electricity or anything like that. It's it's worth exploring as an option. That was that I was just I was thinking of this power as one of those powers that's not as as much a fighting tool as it is just a it's a, a kind of a a neat trick that gotcha. it, it mostly helps in the stealing of socks. It's not as helpful okay. though. It does make it fast to get around, particularly in the winter time. <laughs> The, in the pants of of dry legged citizens, but other other than that, it's mostly just helpful to cruise around the laundromat stealing socks. Mega power. My first ability for uh, the sock monger is that he has. It looks really strange written down. <laughs> <laughs> he has sock kinesis. Sock kinesis. It's all, all one, one word. word. One word. Sock kinesis. Like telekinesis, okay. but yeah. sock kinesis, which means that he can telekinetically uh, control and manipulate any any variety of hosieries. Does he keep the socks that he takes from people then, and use these as in his in his bidding, or does he just? Or is he just like cruising around and like people's socks are flying off their feet to help him do things? Well, both because he can, he can, yeah. If he's in a if he's in a situation where he maybe not he may not necessarily have socks of his own to use, he'll definitely use the ones from the from the the enemy. But one <laughs> so of my later socks pulled off. Right, right, just right out of their shoes. Mega power. The next power that I have is that. This is going to be building on a power that you had because okay. I like your power better than what I had. So I love this sockinesis concept <laughs> of being able to. No, no, no. Sockinesis. Oh. Man, I, I could not get all of the right syllables in that word without <laughs> losing some. Okay. <laughs> sockinesis. I love this sockinesis concept. And I think. Also, because of being able to harness this, the, the static electricity, the sockmonger can imbue these, these, this hosiery that it uses to do its bidding through sockkinesis with full of static electricity. Yeah. So it can charge them all up. So when they hit, they just like explode like the way, like when you pull your sheets back in the winter time and it's dark and you see all this just static electricity lightning. Doesn't, doesn't hurt. 
It doesn't hurt someone, but it's scary if it's yeah. nighttime. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little lightning storm when it hits. It can be it's like a it's like the sockmonger's equivalent of like a ninja smoke bomb. Yes, exactly. Poof, and then it can, <laughs> you know, he can run away. <laughs> Mega gear. He has this mysterious hamper. It's a mystical hamper uh, that is also transformed in the same incident that transforms him. Uh, okay. And and it is actually uh, a container. Every day, it's it's filled with all of the world's lost socks. <laughs> Every day, just he opens it up, and it's just full of socks from all over the world. One sock from from every pair of mismatched socks. Mystical hamper. And then he uses those socks as uh, as like ammunition. I love the mystical hamper. I feel like that sounds like a hippie a hippie laundromat hangout or something. The mystical hamper. I know. I think it's fantastic. That should, like to- it. that should totally be the, the laundromat that he uses. And he that's why he gets, hamper. that's why he gets so frustrated is it's, it's all these hippies that are there and they're not wearing shoes or socks. Oh, they're so dirty. They only wash their clothes like once a year. That's brilliant. Special item. So I also have a special item okay. from the, from the incident. His 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 trusty collection of of socks for every mood and occasion. Now they're a permanent fixture on his feet, and they change to reflect his mood or feelings. It, it can be an indicator if you're near. You want to beware the sock monger if the Some... socks look look dangerous. Nemesis. I have a nemesis. It's actually a pair. It's foot rot and funky foot. <laughs> the foots? The foots, yes. The foot brothers. Uh, <laughs> they're a pair of mutant hipsters who, uh, because of their deformed and diseased feet, uh, they can't wear shoes. <laughs> so... They're like these giant hipster trolls that wander around causing destruction. Are they barefoot? With giant bare feet. Oh, just festering and pussy. Yes, like like toenails crinkled and and warped and like oozing out of the the edges. And one of them might have like a nail sticking up through one foot. Oh, and like missing chunk parts of toenails. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't like that. Little, like, little. (laughs) Little globs of of toe jam sticking out from between oh. the toes, just a constant throw, like stink they cloud. Throw balls of the toe jam at people, or kick them. <laughs> they just like flick their feet, just kick and it like just <laughs> scatter shot like shotgun style, just toe jam balls. <laughs> oh, this just in from Megaton City, verbose villain Lord Doomgiver. Flummoxed when vigilante sockmonger forces him to literally put a sock in it. Mega Origin. Milgram Starch was an obsessively tidy shoe salesman who lived in a studio apartment above the mystical hamper, where he spent much of his time doing laundry while avoiding the hippie clientele. 
Doing laundry was a lengthy process for Milgram because his obsessive personality dictated that he own everything in pairs. This obsession also made his employment at a shoe store especially gratifying. For Milgram, life was good as long as everything was in its place. Twice. One fateful evening, Milgram was electrified as he inserted a quarter into his favorite dryer, unaware that one of the laundromat's regular customers had stuffed a wad of gum into the coin slot only moments earlier. Socks from his load of laundry exploded from the dryer and drifted in the air before him, while his body surged with endless waves of static electricity. He quickly realized that the incident had granted him the uncanny ability of sockkinesis. In time, the mystical hamper became his personal base of operations as he took to the night in order to fight crime and put socks on bare feet. Milgram stalked the shadows, occasionally taking the form of swiftly moving static electricity to make travel more efficient. With a fear of bare feet that was nearly crippling, Milgram soon found himself at odds with the notorious Foot Rot and Funky Foot, mutated brothers with enormous bare feet covered in festering sores and corrosive toe jam. His continued crusade against exposed toes, naked heels, and misused laundry dryers led to authorities labeling him a vigilante. The rest of the world knew him as the Sockmonger. Thanks for joining us for the second episode of the B-Mega Podcast. We hope that you had a good time listening while we created the Sockmonger. We certainly did. If you enjoyed it, we hope that you'll rate. No, not rate. We hope that you'll review us. That's what it is. We hope that you'll review and like us on SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever device you're listening to us on. You can also find more hero shenanigans at megatoncitynews.com, which features the Daily Mega, where you can find last week's hero and villain, Tomato Hawk and Gorilla Grub. Yeah, and we hope that you'll follow us on Twitter at Megaton City, where you can participate in the conversation. We hope that you'll share your thoughts for the Sockmonger at hashtag Sockmonger or anything else that we're doing with the Megas. Thanks a lot. Thanks for joining us. And we hope we'll see you next time. And as always, remember to be mega. Um, It's almost like a natural resource for creating armor. He doesn't have to go to the local, I don't know where you get armor from, the local (laughs) armament shop, the pawn shop. I don't know where you go to get that kind of stuff. But And maybe he doesn't either. So he just makes armor out of ultra-thick, densely-knitted, static-electric socks. The characters and stories in this podcast are the property of Megaton City Creations. Copyright 2015.